Hey friends, welcome to this special Christmas episode of the Fierce Calling Podcast, a Christmas poem and prayer. How many times have you heard the question, are you ready for Christmas? How do you respond? Do you base your readiness on whether your Christmas shopping is done, cookies made? I have to admit, in the past, I tended to gauge my readiness for Christmas on my shopping list, but not this year. This year feels a little different in our family. Our entire home flooded in September and we're still not back in it. I usually have a tree dressed to the nines by now and lighted garland adorning the entryways. Gifts wrapped, bagged, and tagged, and cookies baking in the oven, and well, the Pillsbury Doughboy kind, because that's the kind I do. And you can learn all about that on my blog post, Confessions of a Faker Baker, which I'll put in the show notes. You know what? I'm usually ready and willing and able to get up and get all of the Christmas decorations going and all of that, but this year, not so much. At first, I feared and dreaded FOMO, which is the fear of missing out, when I'd see all the beautiful Christmas tree photos plastered all over social media. And I'm not being judgy because I usually plaster mine there too, but I realized what I feared most were my feelings. How would I feel about not putting up a real tree and not having a living room ready to put it up in? How would I feel about not decking the halls with boughs of holly? Then it hit me, I don't need a tree or boughs of holly. I have Jesus and he is all I need. We often hear the phrase, Jesus is the reason for this season, and Jesus truly is our everything. God didn't give us a spirit of fear, and he makes it clear in 2 Timothy 1.7. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Self-control, hmm, that's a fruit of the spirit, and we've already received it when we are in Christ. So we can focus on what is really important this Christmas time, the birth of our Savior, and because of His birth, we can accept Him and become children of God. We can celebrate because not only did Jesus put on flesh to dwell among us, He's coming back to get us. He's coming back to get us. We'll be back in our homes soon enough, and all will be good again. But even so, God is still good and hope is still ours because we have Jesus. Speaking of hope, I hope you enjoy this special episode where I read a Christmas poem and offer a Christmas prayer. If this season is a hard one for you, know that Jesus placed his joy in you, that your joy may be complete. I found this Christmas story on a website called christmasmagazine.com. It's a twist on the night before Christmas poem, and I'd love to read it to you. Twas the first night of Christmas... A long time ago, the hillside was peaceful, the moon was aglow. The world couldn't know from what happened before that men would remember this night evermore. The sheep on the hillside, their day's journey over, were dreaming sweet dreams of a field full of clover. The shepherds were watchful while guarding their flock. The earth was their pillow, the stars were their clock. Then all of a sudden, they jumped at the sight of the sky all ablaze with a heavenly light. They huddled in fear, then they started to rise as the lightning light flash tore open the skies. The heavens were split by the silvery ray, the dark disappeared and the night became day. And lo, at the end of the rainbow of light appeared then an angel to banish their fright. 
The angel brought news of a birth in a manger and bade them to hasten to welcome the stranger. For Mary had just given birth to a boy whose coming would bring so much comfort and joy. A choir of angels looked down from the sky and heavenly voices were heard from on high. Peace be on earth and goodwill to all men. The Savior has come on this night. Amen. The heavenly angels then faded from sight. The sky once again turned from day to night. The shepherds all quietly rose from the ground and hurried to go where the child would be found. As they reached Bethlehem and the inn was in sight, from the barn came a trickle of half-hidden light. It led like a path to a soft little bed and shone very tenderly on a child's head. The child in the manger was sleeping so sound, his eyes were still closed as the shepherds stood round. From that instant of grace on that night long ago, thousands of years would be warmed by the glow. Guided by light from a bright shining star came a pilgrimage led of three kings from afar. They were dressed in the finest of satins and lace. Their complexions were that of an orient race. The three wealthy kings were wise men and proud, but they went to the Christ child and solemnly bowed. They came bearing treasures of incense and gold to that sweet little child still not very old. The star in the sky twinkled down from above. The world was awakened to kindness and love. The past was forgotten, the future was bright, and the spirit of Christmas was born on that night. That is a precious poem found again on christmasmagazine.com. I just love how it talks about the three wealthy kings bowed down humbly before our Savior. And the Lord tells us in his word that when he returns, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. Here's a Christmas prayer by Robert Lewis Stevenson. Loving Father, Help us to remember the birth of Jesus, that we may share in the song of the angels, the gladness of the shepherds, and the worship of the wise men. Close the door of hate and open the door of love all over the world. Let kindness come with every gift and good desires with every greeting. Deliver us from evil by the blessing which Christ brings and teach us to be merry with clear hearts. May the Christmas morning make us happy to be thy children, and the Christmas evening bring us to our beds with grateful thoughts, forgiving and forgiven, for Jesus' sake. Amen. May the Christmas morning make us happy to be thy children. Isn't that a powerful statement that we can awaken, and not only Christmas morning, but every morning, happy to be the children of God. And I love where the poem also says, in the Christmas evening, bring us to our beds with grateful thoughts, forgiving and forgiven. That is another powerful statement. To go to bed with grateful thoughts. Wouldn't our sleeps be so much sweeter if we could only remember each day to do that? I hope this special episode for Christmas was a blessing to you, friend. I thank you so much for joining me and being a faithful listener of Fierce Calling. And I wish you a very, very merry and blessed Christmas season. Much love from me. And I hope you'll join me next time when I talk with a woman who's taking action where her passion, compassion, and conviction intersect. 
Until then, friend, Merry Christmas, and I'll talk to you soon.